Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Low and Zo Show. All right, so today we're wanting to do sort of like a quickie five steps kind of episode. Yeah, we used to do these at the beginning of our podcast. We were in the studio with the amazing Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jackie. We miss you. And so we thought we would just do kind of a smaller episode, one that you can just take with you on the go, listen while you're getting ready quickly and efficiently, giving you some awesome points. Yeah, and uh, we posted on Instagram earlier asking people what they wanted to hear on the Low and Zo Show, and we had a request for essentially you know, staying high vibe and staying in a place of faith and love in a world that is really at this point in time, predominantly fear. Yeah. Right. Um, So Zoe and I definitely have some things that we've done over the last year uh, and we're excited to share them with you. Yeah. So let's get started. I'm Lo. And I'm Zoe. And this is The The Lo and Zoe Show. We're thought leaders and entrepreneurs who know that an abundant mind is the key to an abundant life. On this podcast, we do manifestation differently. We'll be empowering you to create your wealthiest life through sharing the principles of quantum creation and the infinite power of strategic identity shifting. If you've struggled in the past to manifest the love, the money, the success, and the truly opulent life you most desire, it's simply because you've been missing a vital piece of the conscious creation puzzle, and we're here to change that. If you haven't already, be sure to join us inside our Facebook community, Abundant Mind Tribe, for daily tips, mindset hacks, manifesting tricks, and more that'll equip you with everything you need to manifest the abundant AF life you deserve. Now let's get started. All right, so let's just dive right into it. Our first one, we've got six here for you guys that we just kind of like brainstormed. And they're definitely things that that you and I have done. And it's made a really big difference over this last year, right? Like we've both had very productive years. We've grown our businesses. So we went back to school. Um, Like, you know, we've done a lot in this last year that definitely would not have been possible if we were sitting in fear a lot of the time. And when I know for me, when I've been in fear, I don't really feel like doing anything. (laughs) Like it's really hard to like consciously create your reality when you're aligned with, you know, just so much of the fear that we see and the worries and the uncertainty and it's all valid, but also there are ways in which you can, you know, tune out of it. So the first one, Zoe, was your input. Yeah, so it's to um, surround yourself with people and content that is like-minded to you. So for example, Lo and I, like-minded, have similar views on the subject of what's going on in the world. And anytime that I'm feeling like uneasy or I'm feeling like, oh, I, I really would like some validation on what it is that I'm going through or how to move through this, YouTube and supportive content, there, there's so many free resources out there. Even if it's just an audiobook you've listened to in the past that, you know, makes you feel good, just tune into the vibration of that freedom, that love, the how it is that you want to feel. Because in each moment, we have a conscious choice. We have a conscious choice of, am I going to feel fear or am I going to feel love and you have that choice that's the ultimate freedom that you have as a human being but we have to tune into that and make a choice for ourselves yeah and I think like it's totally fine to have fear you know especially right now Uh, so it's not to invalidate that but I know for me like there's just one of the things Zoe has said over and over this year that I've often come back to is like you just have so much trust for like the bigger picture of unfolding of what's happening and like the divine plan you know that like that's been so even when it feels like the world is falling down (laughs) it's like there is something bigger at play here and I do believe that love always wins but having like 
people in my life, you know, like Zoe, which is totally something you can intend for, or even just being really conscious of, of you know, consuming that kind of content. People like um, like Drew Canoli. He's got some. Is that how you pronounce his last name? I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, he he's a friend of Aaron Dowdy's, and he's got some videos on like essentially like the Great Awakening, right? And it's there's been times when I was really in the pits of like, you know, despair over everything, and watching one of his uh, videos on the topic was just like, oh, okay, it's all fine. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's just like like because even just saying that. Hello and thanks. I'm happy that I can be this light source for you in this way. I I haven't actually ever fallen to fear around this. Yeah. I've fallen into resistance, like around wearing masks. I'm like resistant towards that. And there's been two periods of time where I'm like, oh, that's annoying. But I have never been afraid of this because something inside of me just knows that, ooh, this is like what we came here for. Right. And... It might just be because I've seen things in like ayahuasca and I've gone to different like depths within myself um, and, and seen things that I can't unsee and thus I have this level of trust in that sense. But, um, you know, just being around people who who believe that, around content that supports that, that we're all supported, guided, and loved, it it makes the hugest difference. Yeah. Like I've, I've found that, um, and this, we'll, we'll get into another point, um, point three um, shortly here, but like, there were people in my life who I actually had to let go of in the past year because we definitely saw different different ways in this future and everything that we're going through and it became abrasive. Yep. Um, okay, so the next is to tune into your truth. So one of the things that uh, we've been talking about recently, I've heard you say it a couple times though, is like anything that doesn't feel good to you or brings up fear it's because and this is like an abraham teaching it's because like the bigger part of you or your inner being or whatever you resonate with doesn't agree right because ultimate truth and divine consciousness and you know whatever you whatever your version of the universe is is pure love right acceptance well-being abundance and so anytime we have like a fear-based thought that doesn't feel good it's safe to assume that it's just not true for you, right? The things that are true for you feel good. They resonate. You're like, we all know when we hear something that really resonates, we're like, oh my gosh, it's like a remembering, mm-hmm. right? So when someone's telling me something about the state of the world or the government or you know, <laughs> losing our freedoms or whatever, and I might go there for a minute and then I'm just like, but that's like, it doesn't feel good. And therefore, I just know that that means that the bigger part of me doesn't agree with it yeah and the same thing goes for your personal thoughts and what goes on in your own mind like those those thoughts and feelings that surround like the inner gremlin that we all have that's like (laughs) I'm not good enough or I'm unlovable it doesn't feel good when you're in a state of observing and and paying attention to those thoughts when you're in a feeling of like wow I'm so abundant life is so abundant I'm so loved I'm so grateful when you when you feel and observe those thoughts you feel amazing because that's your true nature that's the essence of who you are you are love you are abundance and anything else that kind of pops in your mind you just have to recognize that that's not you and then you can choose again yeah I wonder um maybe we could share like some of the sort of truths that have really resonated this year like for me we often talk about like we're divinely protected you know like we're safe we're healthy um we're taken care of no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that really resonated is something Zoja said around like, we're here at this time for a reason. Like we chose to be here at this time of like great awakening. That resonates, you know, that feels good to think that thought about this situation. Um, I also always come back to like, I create my own reality, 
right? And so I don't believe that anyone else has power over me if I don't grant that to them. If I'm not in a place of fear, I really don't feel like it can become a part of my reality, right? And that's been my experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also understand that can be a very like privileged place to be able to stand so easily because some people were not brought up feeling safe. And so it's harder for them to tune into that well-being. Um, But, you know, any any of the thoughts that that you can think that resonate with you, you know, just find the ones that that are true for you or what comes up for you, Zoe. Yeah, I think it's just like this is all part of the divine plan. It's all happening in my favor. That's when I always come back to is like anything that shakes me. I mean, not just around the state of the world, but anytime I might have something come into my awareness or into my life that just like doesn't feel good. I'm like, oh, well, it's all in my favor. It's all trying to teach me something. What am I learning about myself? And I think through this year, I've learned more about myself than I've ever learned about myself before because I've had all this time in isolation to do self-inquiry and you know take the deeper journey within and and those gems that I've pulled out are are just like priceless that will help me live my life so much more freely and so much more abundantly because I've pulled things out of myself limiting beliefs and inner narratives that just are unserving and I wouldn't have had that opportunity to the the level that I had this year if I was out and about in the world I mean I've like um saved money in different ways I've you know invested in different things I I probably wouldn't have if I didn't have this quality time with myself so that's the gift that I focus on okay so number three is one that I really believe in and think we don't do enough of which is boundary setting yes right because we have those people in our lives who are often very well-meaning but who are in a lot of fear about whatever it is, doesn't have to be, you know, everything that's gone on the last year. And it's our job to communicate with them what we are and are not available for. And so I said to certain family members early on who I love and who really support me and everything, but I just said, like, I can't be the person that you call to be in all of this fear and stress about the world because, like, it doesn't, it's just not, it doesn't resonate with me, but also, if I'm in a lot of fear, I'm not going to show up as powerfully in my business. And then like, I can't pay my bills. You know, that was like one thing I said to my parents and my mom was like, oh yeah, okay, got it. And, like, and so she stopped, you know, she stopped, caught, like she knew, she really respected that boundary that I put in place. It wasn't me saying like, Ugh, don't talk to me. It was like, I'm really gonna focus on the positive here. And, you know, I'm so happy to talk about that with you. But around the fear stuff, it really just doesn't make me feel good. I get really scared. So you know, I just don't, I can't be the person that you come to for that. And I think that if you're, if you're genuinely coming from a place, I mean, I had one friend that I said that to, cause he was like sending me all of this, like, you know, propaganda doomsday stuff. And I was like, I like, this really puts me into a lot of fear at a time when I'd otherwise be pretty happy. Like it was in the summer and he didn't take it well. Um, and we didn't talk for quite a long time and that was just okay, you know, because that was where he was at. And all I was doing was communicating what I needed, mm-hmm. you know, and that like him sending me this stuff was not make it was making me the opposite of feeling good, which is my dominant intent every single day. Um, and so I just communicated that. And if that didn't resonate with him or he felt like I was not being supportive, like that's okay too. That's where he's at, right? 
Yeah, completely. And I think with boundaries, it, it's there's three steps to setting a boundary. It's one, gaining clarity, right? Tuning into that inner compass like we spoke about. What Tune into your truth. What doesn't feel good around you? What does? And then the things that don't feel good around you, is there energy that's being projected onto you, let's say from other people in your life, that you feel like you could you could do without or you just like to voice a boundary? And then the, the second step would be to set that energetic precedent. Like I... I'm no longer, um, you know, available to be sent to this type of messaging or like for a personal example of mine, I had a friend who was in a lot of fear and she would send me like voice notes that were like half an hour long and just over and over just like talking about the circumstances and you know this is a pattern that I've had to break in my own life of being seen as people's therapist in different ways so like that was its own journey itself but I set a boundary and I just said you know um I'm sorry like I'm here for your growth but I believe what we focus on expands and I'm not here for the expansion of the cocoa because (laughs) it's just like not what I enjoy listening to or spending my time like I don't watch the news for a very good reason and so I don't need that to be delivered to me through a friend right I'm here for my friend's growth but I'm not here for the growth of that of which is going on and I think there's a big difference between someone you know coming to you who's looking for comfort and friendship versus someone who just wants to you know dump whatever they can on you there's a big difference and so we're not saying like don't be there for your friends and family we're saying tell them what you are and are not available for and set that precedent as Zoe said energetically because even just that will make a huge difference um mm-hmm. Zoe has a podcast or sorry a YouTube episode called uh the unavailable list yeah right which is like something that we have talked about a lot but you can just create a list of like here's what I'm not available for and even just creating those rules it's like it's going to be reflected back to you in your energy or sorry energetically just by setting those boundaries on that level yeah and and the third point to setting boundaries is always the maintenance of it right because if you set an energetic precedent with someone you have to stand in your power around it because if you bend and twist around those boundaries that you set you know you'll start to give your power away in different ways and you'll you know, soon the boundaries or the, the the walls or whatever you've placed up will no longer be there because you've allowed that stuff back into your space. And that's something that takes practice, what I've noticed. And, you know, with the, with the friendship that I, I spoke about, like this person was very triggered by me setting, setting boundaries, but I, I stood in my power, I remained in my power about it. Like, no, this is just who I am. Like, I'm here for your growth, but I'm not here for the growth of that. And... Um, it's never easy when we're navigating some of those turbulent times or when people come back at us and are upset or like you mentioned low like having a friend that just kind of like fell away for a while but it's about honoring and loving yourself you're doing this you're setting the boundaries for yourself so that you can be in a healthy abundant state of being more often than not because that is how you continually create and feel fulfilled in your life and you know it's always about putting yourself first in these ways and I think like I mean, we've had, I'm pretty sure we've had an episode before about prioritizing your happiness and, you know, state of well-being over everything else, because that's actually the biggest thing that you can do for the world around you. Mm -hmm. We think all the time that, like, it's bad if I'm too happy or, like, we have guilt around being too happy when other people are struggling. But you cannot be fearful enough to make someone else feel safe. Yes. Right? You're Mm -hmm. only going to feed off of each other. The way that you can best serve the world, especially during this time, is to be at the energy that the world desperately needs, right? Which is well-being and faith and love and 
um, moving forward and still being excited about, you know, every day as much as possible um, and focusing in on that and doing what you need to do. That's how you're actually going to serve people. You don't serve anyone by saying, hey, I see your fear. I'm going to meet you there so that you get to feel good. (laughs) And just on the point that we all came here for a reason, you're here right now, you're listening to this podcast because you're most definitely a light worker in this world. So shine your light, you know, be the positive, vibrant, abundant, optimistic energy that the rest of this world is so desperately needing to entrain to at this time. Like you're here, like it might feel like you're triggering people in different ways, but great because triggering grants them the awareness that they need is like, oh, I actually want to feel like that instead of how I'm feeling right now. And like we've all had experiences where we're like really working on ourselves in one regard and we see that reflected back to us in the people around us. Like I've just seen it. Oh, I mean, lots of people in my life have gone vegan. Not that I ever it was I just showed up and like it was something I was passionate about that made me feel super good. And all of a sudden all these people like not everybody went vegan, but a lot of people were just more interested in like the earth and, you know, doing things that felt good for their body. The same with building my business. Like so many people I know have you know, I have played a role in them giving themselves permission. So it's like you are an energetic being and the world around you is a reflection of that. And either people are going to, you know, be able to reflect some of who you are back to you or they're going to fall away because they're on their own journey and that's fine. Right. But it's like the way that you help people to raise up into faith is to allow yourself to raise up into faith. Yes. Right? Um, Even if people don't necessarily understand that and they'd prefer that you be miserable with them. (laughs) Um, They'll get it sooner or later. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the next one, Zoe? Yeah. So um, the next one is to connect with nature and ground yourself. And, you know, I know some of us are living in all different types parts of the world like those of us in Toronto we've had a very you know cold winter as it as it always is and sometimes it can be harder to to get outside for those walks but I've found that you know when I've been in my head in any space and time any time of the year any place going for a walk just allows me to move energy through my body and allows me to have a release like shift some perspectives Mm -hmm. and just get that fresh air that the body needs I think it's like tuning into like you know what really matters not that you know things going on in the world don't really matter but we can get so into like the drama of it and the news and the fear-mongering which there's a lot of when we're able to remove ourselves from that even for a short period of time and be like there's air to breathe and there is sunshine on my face and there's birds chirping it just allows us to zoom out right yeah. and and raise our vibration in that way and I think that can be such a simple thing which is you know it's funny that that's such a powerful thing to do and it's been what we've been told not to do in the last year of like stay at home don't go anywhere right which for me I was just never will I was like I'm going for walks (laughs) like I'm sorry Uh, which they've never told us not to do in Toronto but um, anyway so little things like that where you can get grounded in nature and just allow yourself to you know I don't know remove some of the grasp on just everything that's what we're because you can't even go on social media like I feel like I'm pretty intentional about who I follow on social media and it still comes up in my feed all the time in terms of you know worst case numbers and third lockdown and third wave and it's like (laughs) it can be really it can just suck you in yeah so just go for a walk like you know um 
for those of us who have spent most of the year like at home alone just changing our environment whether it's like 10 minutes like 45 minutes it can do so much for you so just remember it it's always with these tips and everything that we're, we're giving to you it's 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 all very simple when you break it down it's all very simple so just decide you know what can I do in this moment to feel better yeah and like I've noticed a big difference when I actually do make an effort to connect with people um which it's funny because a lot of the time I just don't feel like it I'm like at home not worn makeup in four days don't really feel like my regular self the last thing I really feel like doing is like you know having a conversation with someone over the phone or over zoom but I always find that I feel better after because it's like I, like Zoe said, like doing something to kind of change up the energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that sort of connects to, uh, we wanted to just talk about being very conscious of what you're consuming, which is similar to what we talked about um, in the first one. But I noticed like I was following for a while a bunch of Instagram accounts from people who were very uh, like empowered and really fighting for human rights and shedding light on, you know, all sides of the story, not just what the news covered. But I found that over time, even that kind of fed the fear within me because there was still a lot of the time they were coming from a place of fear in their in their activism and not like that's the job that they're here to do. But I was just being conscious of like, how does it make me feel to consume this person's content? And if it if it puts me even just for a moment into fear, I'm not going to consume it anymore and I'm going to like, you know, be grateful for the job that they're doing and and the things that they believe in and uh but it doesn't have to be a part of my, you know, what I'm consuming on a day-to-day basis. Totally. And whatever you are watching, whether that's, you know, on TV, on Instagram, on YouTube, listening to audiobooks, podcasts, um anything, um like that becomes part of like your energetic field like it's just in your awareness so it's about like really fine-tuning that for yourself and and setting boundaries like within that I mean the news is definitely like not something that I watch or follow and that's been like really beautiful because I feel like I've just lived in my own little bubble for the last year but like I've, I've noticed that there were different ways in which different platforms such as like Instagram had just like entered itself into my life in a way that was I was giving it too much power or giving it too much focus or giving it too much energy and time in a day that was just you know not necessarily like unserving but not serving at the same time in a time when I could be spending my energy on myself like going within being outside like I recognize different ways in which which we all are addicted to technology and how that if that's what you're feeding your brain like that's what your brain is is living off of so like how much time and energy are you spending on these different apps and um you know allowing your energy to be altered by these different things yeah yesterday I had a interview with someone from my podcast who is a feng shui expert and she talked about like the imagery that you have around your home like even just the photos and the paintings that you have because anything that you like repeatedly expose yourself to is going to become a part of your reality and she was telling this story of like she had in her bedroom she wanted to manifest love which she did um but she had a photo that was of a couple um or maybe it was a painting or something like that and she put it in there to attract you know her love but then a friend came over. So after she's met her guy, a friend came over and said, did you ever notice that you have the same puppy that's in this photo? And she's like, I'd never even noticed that there was a dog in that photo that I've been looking at every single day for, you know, 
years and now we have this puppy that is like literally that dog and like that I believe in so much and this is why vision boards you know having them up around is really really powerful because whether you know it or not you are introducing that into your consciousness and I wish people better understood the realness that is the connection between their thoughts and their reality and their bodies as well so if you're listening to the news and you're hearing about you know COVID cases and all of this stuff going on, you're naturally going to have more of an expectation of that being a part of your reality, right? And it's mm-hmm. interesting because this entire year, I've met one person, and it was just within the last month, that has personally had COVID. One person that I know firsthand that has had COVID, when like there's lots of it here, and many people I know have, know tons of people, but I just really believe it's because I didn't, I've not been like consuming you know, the the numbers and having that like be a part of my reality. And so therefore it's like not super dominant in my vibration essentially and what I'm creating. So if people really understood just how powerful what they consume is and how it affects their health, their their lives, their relationships, they would, like every single person would turn off the news. Mm-hmm. And the news like, people really don't seem to understand. <laughs> this is not conspiracy theory. The news is a business and they know that the more eyes, okay, well, like fear-based um, stories, even a headline that's written strategically gets way more views, like five times more views or something like that. There's st- statistics about it, which means that they're directly making more money off of the ads that are on their website or the radio station or whatever. So literally the news has a vested interest in getting more people to listen or to watch or to click and they know that the way to do that is to share a certain kind of story, right? Like this is just the way that the news, so they're not gonna tell you about the happy-go-lucky stuff nearly as often because it doesn't make them the money. <laughs> exactly. And they just like, you know, they're designed to send you on a spiral. I mean, when we get into, let's say, our own personal spirals and our own like limiting beliefs, we can so easily fall down that slippery slope but, you know, it's, it's a much different story when we're thinking about, like, the good things and being in that truth about ourselves. But how easy can we all, like, fall down? So, you know, how easy it is for the news to suck in large yeah. amounts of people and start to cultivate this collective consciousness in, that is fear-based right now. Like, just think about how, how easy that is for them to continue on this. And are you going to want to be one of those people who is in training to the fear or could you do without it? What would be what would your reality look like if you just decided to shut off the news for a week yeah. and not be exposed to that? And like it's there it's just a business, right? Yeah. But this is what I think people have this perception that the news is there to serve them. Yes, like it's a loving entity. Right. No, like it's a business. They're making money from you listening or mm-hmm. watching or clicking or whatever from ads from their sponsors. Yeah. That's how the business <laughs> yeah. that's what the business model is. So but people if I even say that to the wrong person, they're like they think that I'm crazy like it just makes logical sense right and then like the power of expectation a great book is you are the placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza and he talks about the science behind expectation and the role that it plays specifically in our health so this whole year I've just been like I'm just I'm healthy no matter Mm -hmm. what I'm healthy that is my expectation and I've not spent a single day with even a minor head cold which I don't I don't I can't remember the last time I went a whole year without you know even one day anyway so it's just really important and I think we don't understand or 
you know, it's so normal just to be consuming all kinds of different content. At the beginning of the pandemic, I got really into The Walking Dead. <laughs> and after like the fourth season, I was like, I don't feel good watching this. It's like so much gore and like, like I feel so anxious. I think I'm going to turn it off now. <laughs> yeah. So there's like a fine line between, you know, entertainment and then yeah. anyways. Um, okay. So lastly is just being conscious of the fact that you create your paradigm, which is kind of just summing up everything that we've just said. What does that mean to you, though? Yeah, to me, it means like we're the creators of our own realities. And um, like I said, you know, I, ha- I don't watch the news. I've lived in the a pretty like peaceful, abundant bubble of a life um, for the for the last year. Like haven't haven't been able to travel much, let's say, but I've still been in a happy, peaceful, like inner um inner work healing chapter of my life like I really capitalized on this time because that was the frame that I set for myself was like this is going to be my most abundant year yet and it might not have always looked like you know joy and like (laughs) dancing around my apartment alone but like at the end of the day it, it was still my most abundant year because I pulled out gems from deep within myself that I didn't know were there I've had priceless transformations within myself that just wouldn't have been possible if I was like out there in the world being distracted by all sorts of things. And yeah, I just, you know, I really created the best possible year for myself. And I I know definitely you can say the same, Lo. Yeah, and like for me, I understand that everything in my life is a reflection of me, right? Um, That's not, we've established many times it's not to say like it's all your fault or anything like Mm -hmm. that but it's like the more that I heal something within myself the less it shows up in my life right so and I can totally see where it's like where I might share something and I have a fear of being judged for it I get judged for it I you know put something out there and I'm I have a certain thought about it I get that in feedback right Mm -hmm. and so in places where I have not like I'm not thinking a whole lot about like getting COVID or anything. Like it's just not been a part of my reality, right? And again, that's not to say that if it's been a part of your reality that it's your fault necessarily. It's just like always an opportunity to clean up your own energy. And that could just be as simple as setting an intention for like, I would like to feel more at ease. Guide me towards feeling more at ease. Because when you feel more at ease, the world around you is going to be less chaotic. That's just how it's going to be for you, right? So your your reality you live in the paradigm you live in is a reflection of you um and anything that is showing up a lot in terms of like people being judgmental or people being in tons of fear it has to be a reflection of you and it's been a time when like again it's not like Zoe and I aren't sitting here making ourselves wrong for the fact that we do have people in our lives who are in a lot of fear like we're not saying like yeah it's all your fault it's just you get to create your reality based on what you are offering and that's where all your power lies and just being aware of that is enough right just Mm -hmm. being i became like really aware this last month of just something that was really blocking me in terms of my relationship with myself uh, and what i like make the success of my business mean and i'd never really been made aware of it before and the first thing i thought was like how do i clean that up like this has been there for my whole life and the answer is like i don't have to know the way with the awareness means I get to set an intention that this no longer comes up for me or no longer has me self-sabotage or whatever. So, you know, anything that you're seeing a lot of in your life, ask or set an intention for having it be less of your internal experience and less your external one. 
Yes, you've got this, guys. <laughs> Create this next week to be the most abundant week you've seen all year. Just do it. Just because. Yeah, and even in a world of fear, an entire reality that's based in love and abundance is available to you. Yes, at all times. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Love you guys. Love you. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to the Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. If you're ready to transform yourself in order to transform your life and get personalized support and coaching from us while doing it, click the link below to read all about the Low and Zo membership, the Abundant Beings Club. Until next time, stay abundant.